This is BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Provo's Marriott Center, where BYU's polished off the Toreros of San Diego by a score of 93-70. to BYU led, the, uh, led it t- by 12 at halftime and wins the second half by 11. It's 48-36 in the first half and 45-34 in the second. BYU shoots a robust 55% from the field, 50% from the arc, and 73% from the free throw line to San Diego's 36, 46, and 71 respectively. So BYU outshoots USD from the field, the arc, and the stripe. BYU is out-rebounded by USD by 2, 35-33, including a 10-6 margin on the offensive glass. But second chance points, it's a more manageable margin there. 8-4 to four in favor of San Diego. BYU plus 11 in points off of turnovers. Plus 28 in points in the paint. Plus 7 in fast break points. Plus 5 in bench points. BYU led for almost 30 of tonight's 40 minutes of play. BYU's large lead was 29. And San Diego's large lead at 8 came early at 19-11. to 11. But at that point, you know, San Diego had gained some confidence from playing well. BYU responded nicely to finish the first half with a flourish and end up pulling away in this one. Another game with six Cougars scoring in double figures. All five starters and Connor Harding off the bench with 11. So we go to Colby Lee's career high 21 points in 26 and a half minutes. Did not miss a shot from the field at 8 for 8. 19 for TJ Howes. He was equally good tonight. 8 for 11 including 3 of 5 the three-point line. TJ adding three rebounds and an assist. You go to 14 points for Jake Toulson, 12 points for Dalton Nixon, uh, and 11 for Connor Harding and uh, Alex Barcelo. Six Cougs in double figures. TJ, uh, Zach Selyus with four points, all coming on free throws on an 0 for 7 shooting night and one free throw for Blaze Neal puts you at 93 on the evening. 93 points without Yoli Childs, without Trevin Nell being available tonight. It's a good team and a deep team, as we are finding. San Diego's 70 come on 21 from Braun Hartfield. Those 21-4 off a career high. Joey Calcaterra, 16. Finn Sullivan, 13. 7 for James John-Marie. 6 for Yawan Mosalski. 3 for Marion Humphrey. And then 2s for Rodriguez and Floresca putting you at 70. BYU is a winner, 93-70. to 70. Time now for our New Skin Data Discovery of the Night. Brought to you, as always, by New Skin. Discover the best you. What has Mark Durant discovered besides more additional free wings in tonight's <laughs> box score? So BYU shot eight more shots and made 14 more than San Diego. And they got out-rebounded by three. So how'd they do that? Well, 15 turnovers for San Diego. Only four turnovers in this game for BYU. And then... You know what? I want to I I give you the even, an even better what version. What am I looking at? Oh, my gosh. I'm looking at... Uh, okay, what... Uh, so six, they shot five more shots and made 13 more. <laughs> and turnovers, 10. So they had six turnovers in the last seven minutes, apparently. That was a disaster. <laughs> Recall my wings. I don't get wings because I did. No, but the, the one thing I really wanted to point out was after going 0 for 5, BYU goes uh, 11 for 17 from 3. Wow. Nice, nice job. Hot shooting after a, a little bit of a chilly start on night that uh, could bring us a snowstorm in the morning. All right, it is BYU 93 and San Diego 70. That's our final score here at the Marriott Center. We'll come back right after. We'll come back after Cougar Post Game Live with much more from courtside here on the New Skin BYU Sports Network.
final horn has sounded. And today's game is complete. Give to Yo. Yo drives to oh, the rim. Oh, man alive! Throws it down! Time now for Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's your host, Jason Shepard. BYU gets the win over San Diego, 93-70. to And remember, when the Cougars win, you win with Papa John's Pizza. Use the online promo code BYU50. That's BYU50 at PapaJohns.com tomorrow and receive 50% off pizza at any Utah location. Lots of scores to update you on. Most of the local teams, their games are done. Earlier tonight in Tucson was the Arizona Wildcats defeating Utah by a final score of 93-77. to Weber State on the road at Idaho State. It's in overtime. This is the one local team still playing. There's 28 seconds to go in OT, but right now the Wildcats leading the Bengals by five. It is 73-68, favor of Weber State. Again, with 28 seconds to go. New Mexico State goes in to UVU and defeats the Wolverines. 70-56 is the final score. And in Cedar City, with four seconds to go, Southern Utah down three to Northern Arizona. Lumberjacks up 75 to 72. All right, top 25 games. Everything is a final, uh, with the exception of the t- game that just tipped off in Spokane. Number one, Gonzaga leading Santa Clara. It, with 19 minutes to go in the first half, it is 2-0 Zags. Obviously, that game just getting underway. Finals, number 8 Oregon goes to Washington State, and the uh, Cougars in red defeat the Ducks 72-61. to uh, The Ducks now 14-4 and overall, 3-2 and in the Pac-12. Number 20, Colorado gets the road win at Arizona State, 68-61. to And number 22, Memphis at home, defeating Cincinnati, 60-49. to In the West Coast Conference, halftime in Portland at the Child Center. It is Pacific leading at Portland, 30-29. A couple of finals for you, or at least one other final in Malibu. It was Pepperdine over LMU by a final score of 75 267. Coming up next, let you know how BYU women's basketball is doing on the road. They are at Pacific, plus the Utah Jazz go to overtime in New Orleans. Let you know how that one ended up between the Pels and the Jazz. It's all coming up after this. BYU gets the win 93-70 over San Diego. More Cougar Post Game Live next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 93-70, BYU defeating San Diego at the Marriott Center tonight. Time for our Mountain America three-point recap for each three-pointer BYU makes. Mountain America will donate $50 to the American Red Cross. Tonight, BYU hit 11 three-point shots. For a total of $550, that brings the donations for the season to $9,800. Women's basketball on the road at Pacific in the third quarter. Five and a half minutes to go. And the Cougars with a 43-37 lead over the Tigers. 17 points 
for Paisley Johnson leading the way for BYU in scoring. In the NBA, it is a final in overtime. The New Orleans Pelicans defeat the Utah Jazz and snap the Jazz's 10-game winning streak. The Jazz tweeted something I thought was pretty funny. First loss of the decade for the uh, for the Utah Jazz. Uh, Pels 138-132. Donovan Mitchell in the loss, 46 points. In the win, Brandon Ingram with 49 Game's going on right now at the end of the first quarter in San Francisco. The Warriors, a surprising score, leading the Denver Nuggets 34-19 to at Staples Center in L.A. Clippers on top of the Magic, 45-29 in the second quarter. Earlier tonight, the Suns go to New York and defeat the Knicks 121-98. to And in Milwaukee, the Bucks five better than the Celtics at 128 128- to 123. That's a wrap for Cougar Post Game Live. After the break, back over to the Marriott Center for the Cougar Locker Room Show. Your final tonight from Provo, Cougars victorious. They defeat San Diego 93-70, to and you heard it all right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our exclusive post-game coverage continues with the Cougar Locker Room Show. Ball stripped and taken away. Euros to the rim, handoff to Barcelo. Yes, he banks and scores. The Cougar Locker Room Show was brought to you by Utah Community Credit Union. Get more house, same payment at UCCU. It's what we do. Now let's head back to the Mo Betta's courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, so Kobe Lee joining us shortly. Kobe with a career night, helping BYU to a big win over San Diego tonight, 93-70. to BYU down eight early, recovered the lead by as many as 29 in the second half, and finished this thing out going to 14-5 and on the year, 3-1 and in the West Coast Conference, and 8-1, and make it 9-1 and now here at home on an eight-game home win streak. And uh, Kobe was perfect on the night. He was 8-for-8 eight eight from the field, as we talked about during the broadcast, uh, very few better perfect nights three cougars uh, had nine for nine nights one had a 12 for 12 night to set the record and colby's right there at uh, eight for eight and colby popping on the headset and joining us in our sport court courtside interview career high 21 for colb and colby lee having just left the media room joining us now courtside thanks for doing some more media we appreciate it <laughs> no problem big night for the guys and, and a great night for you and before we get to some of the individual stuff uh when you're in a situation that byu is there really are nothing but big games, right? No matter if, if the team you're playing is 4-0 in league or 0-4 or like San Diego was, right? Exactly. From top to bottom, we have a great league. You know, the first game in league, I think Portland and Gonzaga. And Portland led Gonzaga by 7 at half. So, I mean, every team cannot be taken lightly. We have to show up every single night, and every single game is a battle. When you uh, hit, the, when you hit the, the bench for the final time tonight, did you have a pretty good sense that, wow, I, I didn't miss anything tonight. Everything went in. <laughs> I actually didn't realize that. I just, I go out there and play ball. But uh, then when I, someone told me I was 8 for 8, I was like, oh, I didn't even realize that. So, Well, congratulations, Colby. I mean, uh, what 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 a great game. And the, it's just continually progressed for you. And it, it appears from my viewpoint that the game, you know, they talk about the game slowing down. I mean, the, you had a couple moves where you took your time, made a nice move, and scored it. Do you feel like out there on the floor right now that's slowed down for you and feel more confident offensively? Yeah, actually, I came off the floor and I sat by Dalton, and he actually said, I'm so proud of you because you let the game come to you. And I feel like that's kind of the player I am. I don't really go outside of my way to try and get shots or do anything crazy, but, you know, 
I'm fortunate enough to have great teammates that drive the ball so well and make me look good because TJ, AB, Jake, they're, they're able to find me because they always draw two. So it makes me look good. What's the reality, though, when, when Yoli Childs has to leave due to injury and, and you're down a big, you're going to play more minutes. What do you believe is expected of you at that point? And have you, has it been a conscious thing for you, or do you really just play the same way and things just turn out the way they have the last couple of games? I mean, we started the year without Yo for the first nine games, and so, and we beat some really good teams on the road at home. So it's not really new. Um, I feel like, yeah, like you said, we just show up and we we do our role, we do our thing, and you know the game just comes naturally to us because we just we work our tails off and we work hard. So good things happen when when you work hard. Do you feel a greater responsibility without him out there? You personally? Not really. When I. At the start of the season, when we, f- we found out that he was missing nine games, I was like, oh, man, i got to step up. Mm. But Burgess came to me and Dalt and was like, hey, your your job doesn't need to be harder. You don't need to overthink this. You don't need to be scared, nervous, whatever it is. Your job stays the same. You go in, you do your job, and you have fun. That I mean, that's what basketball is, you know. You just work hard, and it, it comes back to you. So. And when he comes back to the team – BYU has a better and a deeper team because guys like you are, are doing more and, 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 and doing uh, e- even better from game to game. And so I think in the end, hopefully what it's going to be is a net positive, right, when he does get back. Oh, yeah. I mean, it definitely definitely is nice to have a couple more subs when, when we get tired out there. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, yo, he's a beast, you know. He's one of the best players in the country, and he's going to have a tremendous career in the pros. Um so the guy like him, it's hard to replace, but, you know, I'm trying to do my best. Yeah, I'll say you are, and doing quite well at it. We'll take a break. Well, more with Colby Liar. Sport court courtside interview continues right after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cooper Locker Room Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Six BYU players score in double figures as BYU wins it by a score of 93-70 over San Diego. Our sport court courtside interview continues with Colby Lee. Uh, no Yoli Childs we talked about. Hey, no Trevin Nell either. Uh, another hit for the guys, but, uh, man, Colby, you guys just kind of pick up and, and just keep doing it. It's been a tough year injury-wise, but great response, and ultimately you're becoming a deeper team as a result, right? Yeah, I mean, that's that's the way it goes sometimes it's, in all sports, there's injuries that happen, and the next man up. That's that's how I've always been taught is you just got to respond to adversity. Cole, I'm so impressed with your ability to, to get the right spacing. You know, when you, a guard drives it to move without the ball and get in the right spot, hands up and score. What, what's going through your mind, say, when a TJ is off the dribble and you know he's coming to the hoop? And I mean, what, what are you trying to do as a big man? So, Birds actually, he teaches us every single – we go over every single day. So – if a guard drives baseline, I circle up to the to the center of the rim, and that's that's what I'm thinking when like a guard drives there because my man usually helps, and so I'm like, oh, I'm about to get a bucket. Um, <laughs> that's kind of what goes th- goes through my mind. And then when they drive like middle, I just stay in that little dunker spot just for that little quick. But um, no, it's it's nice playing with TJ <laughs> and AB and Jake and a lot of these guys, Connor, just because they make it they make life so much easier for me. Yeah, when Coach Pope talks about you excelling in the quick game, what's he talking about there? Yeah, so a lot of people don't know what a quick is. So 
Um, it looks like a floater, but it's it's called a quick just because I get it out of my hand so fast, and so it's just like a little flick shot almost, and it's it just it saves energy, effort, time, and, and big guys get frustrated because they turn around and it's already up in the air, and they just get mad because they're like, oh, how is this big white guy scoring on me when I'm so athletic? And just like, eh, well. Well, he hit some quicks tonight, uh, a part, part of his 8-for-8 eight eight night. In terms of your defensive assignment on the guys you had tonight, uh, did you think that, that the game plan got more or less executed inside? Yeah, I mean, we weren't – the game plan going in was they do a lot of fake handoffs, so we kind of sagged off. They're not really great shooters, so we weren't really too worried about that. Um, we're, we're mostly worried about their guards shooting threes because that's what they've been doing in the transition. They're a really heavy transition team, so we weren't – necessarily too worried about the bigs i mean we still have to do our job and you know not let them get easy catches but i mean for the most part I, we weren't weren't too concerned with them okay uh, you're back over 50 percent from the three-point line now on the year so well done there <laughs> feels good <laughs> one for one tonight and that's just part is that always gonna has that always been a part of your game yeah i mean ever since i was little um i mean our coach roberto bergeson growing up he he had a big He's kind of like Pope in the same sense where if you don't shoot it when you're open, he's going to yell at you. <laughs> so the green light, I've always had it. Um, I've always spent time on my jumper. I've always spent time, you know, working on my shot. And I've always had confidence and people believe in me. So, I mean, I'm not like a, you know, knockdown three guy that's I'm going to shoot, you know, ten of them a game. That's not my game. I know. But when I'm open and the guy sags off, yeah, I'm going to hit it. Keep shooting, baby. It's fun to watch. You're doing so well, Colby, and <clears throat> proud of you for the, the progress you're making, how you're helping the team. What about you? You talk about we're talking about health. I see you got to wearing that knee brace. How you feeling, and, and what's what's going on? Yeah. So kind of the process was that first game, um, or when I first first had it, it was like the day before the game, and we didn't really know what was wrong. But yeah, I ended up tearing my PCL. But luckily, you don't really need it. So. <laughs> Um, it just kind of swelled up a little bit, and, you know, we rehabbed it, iced it, got some strength back in my quad, and then, um, you know, was on minutes restriction the next last couple of games, and then these last few games been 100%, so just got to keep keep with it, keep icing it, stay on top of it. It's great to have extraneous ligaments. It really is. <laughs> Colby, yeah, thanks. Well, I need all mine. That's all I can say. <laughs> great work tonight, and uh You'll be heading up to Spokane next tomorrow, obviously. Uh, quick thought about taking on the number one team in the country here in two nights. I'm excited. I mean, we know BYU, <laughs> we've had some success in there. Yes. It's a fun atmosphere. Their fans, their student section goes crazy. And uh, I'm excited. This team, man, I'd go to battle with these guys any day. So I'm excited. I know you and the good boys will be, uh, give it your all. It'll be fun to watch. Thanks for tonight, and we'll see you up there. Appreciate it. Thank you, All guys. Right. That is Colby Lee. Tonight's Sport Court Courtside Interview brought to you by Sport Court Champions. Start here. Learn how to design yours at sportcourt.com. The coach, Mark Pope, coming up next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the final word on today's game with head coach Mark Pope. It's the BYU Dining Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. BYU Dining, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Postgame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America Visa credit cards featuring triple rewards. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 
BYU coach Mark Pope coming up in a matter of moments. Let's uh, first hear from San Diego head coach Sam Scholl. Our appreciation to intern Nate. That'll be Nate Slack for grabbing these com- comments from Coach Scholl a short time ago. Well, I thought we had some good moments, and, and you know, I, you know, I was proud of you know, they jump out 6-0, 6-0, and a lot of other teams, they, they extend that you know right, right then. I was happy that we kind of kept our composure and kept ourselves in the game for a while. Know, but we just go through these stretches where we take some, some really tough shots or turn the ball over, and we can't do that against a team like BYU. They're going to make you pay for it. Similar to the Pepperdine game you guys had last week, you guys fell down a little bit early, had a big comeback in the second half to make it a close game. Was that something you guys had talked about going into any any point tonight where you guys got down big, saying, hey, we came back against Pepperdine last week. Is there any chance we can make the same kind of run? Yeah, I mean, we're always talking about that, you know, and just win the next four minutes, you know, the timeout, trying to win the next four minutes, and you know, try to chip away at the lead that they had built. Um, you know, but they're good. They're really good offensively. And so, you know, you've got to, you've got to be nails defensively. And we you know, didn't have some shots go down and, and kind of compromise our defense. BYU's big guy, number 40, Kobe Lee, went 8 for 8 shooting tonight. How would you assess his play tonight? Oh, he just did his job. He just did his job. He was strong inside, finished well. You know, whether it be off a post move or off a, a, a dish from somebody's the guards driving and just did a heck of a job just doing his job finishing for him and being a, being a presence in the paint. One last question. BYU finished tonight with 42 points in the paint. What made, this, what made them so effective tonight? Well, they're just, you know, they're, they're, they're able to attack, you know, off ball screens, attack long closeouts with their guards. You know, and those guards are all very, very good finishers when they get in the paint. You know, and then, they were, and then times where we rotate over, they're, they're, they're making plays for their teammates, and their teammates are the finishers, like, like Mr. Lee. So, you know, it's a, it's a really, they got a really good team, and, you know, they force you to be very, very disciplined on a possession-to-possession basis. Awesome. All right, that is Coach Sam Scholl of San Diego. Time now to bring in BYU head basketball coach Mark Pope as we bring in and continue on the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show brought to you by BYU Dining and the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Coach Pope joining us. Coach, congrats on the win tonight. Let's go, guys. <laughs> Kobe! 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 So How was, delightful was that? There are a whole bunch of Kobe Leavers out there yeah, tonight, Kobe right? Yeah, Kobe Leavers. Yeah, I mean, you minted that. It's so beautiful. and <laughs> It's just such such a delight to watch him work and uh and I think you can't help but watch him play and, and, and smile. Uh, you know, we talk, we make the comparison to Jokic. Coach Burgess has spent a ton of time with him, and we've watched a bunch of film. And his last bucket from the left block where he gets that little dump pass and he catches it. He didn't jump. He didn't move. He just caught the ball. He literally did not leave the floor, and he just kind of pushed it in. And it makes him so dangerous because – it's in in a sense, it's exactly it's just as dangerous as Yoli or Gavin Baxter on the roll, where you can't leave them because they're going to go catch it at the rim and you can't recover. Is uh, Kobe's making it really hard to recover to him? But the way that the student section engaged with him tonight was thrilling. <laughs> it made me so happy. Yeah, he's. I mean, it's it's fun to see his progress. And early in the he'd bring it down and get knocked away, or he'd hurry himself, and you see. You know, he's given pump fix and waiting, and then uh, you revert the, the progress he's made. I mean, congrats to him and your coaches for 
you know, he's, he's become a real force out there. Yeah, and, and, and his teammates are really helping him, too. I mean, you think about it, you got, I think we had six guys in double figures tonight. Again, and, second straight night. Yeah, and guys really trying to play for each other and, and share the ball. I haven't got our assist opportunities number yet, but uh, the guys did an unbelievable job, you know, trying to move the ball and trying to make plays for each other. And I thought Alex Barcelo was spectacular in terms of his decision-making with the ball in his hands. Um so I'm really proud of the guys, and and, and mostly, uh, you know, we, 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 you know, San Diego played really well the first ten minutes. I mean, they just did. They played well. Hartfield played really, really well. Uh, this this Finn, who I think is going to be a big time player before it's all said and done. I think he's going to terrorize this league before it's all said and done. You know, he he he, he was good from the free throw line to start, and um, and then our guys just fought. And they fought really hard the second 10 minutes of the first half and kind of fought the rest of the way through the game. It was still early, but I think you're down eight, and no one had hit a three yet, and A.B. hit one. Yep. And and he just kind of got you going a little bit. And he ends up being three for three from deep tonight. And for that matter, Connor Harding was three for four. So a bunch of guys. But it felt like A.B. was the guy to just kind of keep you in it where you kind of needed to stay at that time. Yeah, and, and like I said, he was so good off the bounce. Uh um, in the in the first half, he had that transition play where he got downhill and he kept his dribble alive, rotating all the way around the uh, the lane, did a circle and hit Kobe for the floater. I mean, that's it's 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 nearly impossible to guard when you have a guard that's crossing over the midline at the rim, and and you got lethal shooters around and it changes weak side to strong side with the keeple dribble alive. It's it's really hard to guard, and he did it as beautiful as you can do it. Uh, he is going to. Like, he, the more he feels that and he experiences that and it becomes a real thing to him, uh, he's going to be really special as we continue to go. Well, Coach, I know you were concerned about getting deeper in your rotations, and I, I know Trevin was a guy that was you kind of looking at him to do that. And then maybe tell us a little bit about his situation and n- now what? I mean, you, you kind of drop like flies a little bit, and it's not going to get any easier. Yeah, we need to start adding players to the <laughs> roster, not losing them. Uh, I'm a little bummed for Trav because um, we were trying to fight to kind of work him into the rotation. He 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 was just shoot around and someone passed him a ball. I think it was Evan Troy. I think Evan Troy was trying to get I some minutes, <laughs> but someone passed him a ball and he just it just hit his thumb and just broke his thumb. So it's a tiny little fracture. It's a three week deal. Uh, we should get him back soon, but. Um, you know, so now it's it's up to Evan and, and Blaze Deal has actually given us really solid minutes. I have confidence in him that he's going to play, and this is a great opportunity for those two guys. It's a real opportunity, and you know, that's what you do on a team. You come and you pay your dues every single day and get no love, and all of a sudden there's like some daylight, and you're like, man, I can I can really help this team, which is what you've been wanting, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh wait, I really have to help this team, and um, that's where those two guys are now, and they're ready. They're ready, so we'll be fine. TJ was a plus uh, plus 15 tonight while scoring 19 points. He's 8 for 11 from the field, makes three threes. He has a like a 14-game three-point streak going right now. He gets the tar beat out of him game to game and, and comes back for more every time. And he's just, he's just so special. You almost can't identify it every game, but you want to because he does so many great things for you. Yeah, you know, I'm, I uh, um, the game let us – the game, you know, I haven't uh, – you know, these metrics are really important right now, and so it doesn't give you a lot of freedom to, to mess with the game. You know, you're up 15 or 20, and it doesn't – you know, you get punished if you lose offensive or defensive efficiency. You do. You just get punished in the metrics, and those are important to postseason play. And so I haven't had an opportunity to, to – you know, this is this was the best opportunity we had tonight to kind of keep everybody under 30 minutes. I, I think we did except for A.B., mm-hmm. 
but he is a he is an energizer guy, so he's he'll be fine. And so I, I am pleased with that with this game. But you know, TJ was terrific tonight, and you know he does get beat up a lot. And um, you know, I got to find a way. Uh, genuinely, it's it's really important our interaction with these referees. I got to find a way to for TJ to be on the winning side of this conversation with these guys. And mm-hmm. they've told me the same thing. And and uh, you know, it's one of the many ways we can grow. Mark Pope is our guest as we continue. BYU is a winner tonight, 93-70 over San Diego. This is the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. More comments from the coach coming up next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Eight straight home wins for BYU. The Cougars improved to 9-1 at home on the year and a 14-5 overall, 3-1 on the West Coast Conference. And that last little bit, Coach Pope, let's hit on that. It's all about staying uh, as long as you possibly can, as high as you can in that top tier of this league, and you're in a good spot. Yeah, I mean, um, so far the guys have, have, have taken care of the, the business. You know, we, we just we're just one game shy of where we hope to be, and we we just didn't quite finish up the St. Mary's deal. Um, but but you know we're 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 pleased with where we are, and we still are in striking distance of what we'd like to accomplish. And and um, most importantly, the guys I do feel like they're getting better. I mean. You know, we we talk about that all the time, and it's just like, it gets so monotonous and annoying. But that's the whole point, right? And you look at guys like Kobe Lee is getting better, and Zach Selyus is getting better, and Dalton Nixon is getting better, and and Alex Barcelo is getting better. He was better tonight, and and uh, we just got to keep moving in that direction, and that is the key that's going to take care of everything else for us. Observers know you're doing a lot of this without a 2010 guy and that has some value does it not the fact that you are still the team you want to be without a really key cog i don't know i just don't know i mean um you know uh i i i i hope so but i'm not sure i'm willing to tr- i don't think our team's willing to trust that that's the case we have to go in and um these guys you know they all came back here this year for a reason and and it wasn't to you know make excuses or fall short it was to just whatever happens to find ways to get better every day and to win games and so that's a hundred percent of our focus and it genuinely like there's times when i i actually let myself kind of spiral down into thinking about other things or 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 or, you know kind of getting frustrated and i got to snap myself out of it just like our team does we don't have time to think about anything else besides getting better and winning looking at the Scores around the league, 49-20 in the first half for Gonzaga over Santa Clara. What, as a coach, what do you think when you see that? Like, whatever. And I mean, obviously they're good, but what, what, what are your initial thoughts as you think about going up to Spokane Saturday? Well, it, it, I, I mean, initially as a coach, what you think is, ah, this game film is not going to be very productive, right? And so it will be productive. It's just not you're not going to grab all the value out of it that you want. Um, but it also makes you feel like, hey, you know, guess what? This is the number one team in the country. So, you know, if, if you go up and beat them there, then you theoretically on that night are the best team in America. Yeah. And and, um, and that's what you want. Like, you know, it's not something we're running from. We want w- – w- listen, we get a chance to do that. And I have a lot of faith in these guys. You know, I'll tell you what, I wasn't great this week. I wasn't great. And, and these guys these guys kind of answered the bell for us. And we'll all be great in the next 40 hours, and we'll all go ring the bell together. And, 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 and we're going to go our whole, our whole 
you know, we do believe that we're here to shock the world and do things that people don't think we can do and do them better than the people think we can do, and we have a chance to go try and do that again uh, Saturday. In what way do you think you weren't great this week? Uh, I wasn't great. Uh, you know, yesterday, yesterday I got a little salty in practice, maybe a little distracted, um, and, and and probably didn't ma- – I was a little nervous going into tonight because I felt like we hadn't managed our energy in a great way this week. Uh, and, and that's really important. Uh, you know, I think um, in these coming weeks in this gym, there has to be joy in this gym. And our guys bring enough effort that it's easy to bring joy in. And I did. I, got a, I, I think I got a little sideways uh, and a little salty, and I think we probably didn't leave the gym yesterday feeling as good as we should, and that's, that's on me, right? That's important. And, um, and managing that's really important. I, I wish I had done a better job. Uh, last couple leftovers then. Uh, Jake Toulson goes from eight assists, zero turnovers on Saturday to seven assists and zero turnovers tonight. Yeah, I mean, he's just a show-off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He just is a show-off. This dude. And he actually didn't have a, you know, he, he was, he, you know, he got the two fouls and he was, he was a little, you know, a little bit sideways the first half. But, you know, he just continues to, to, to you know, I say that and he's 14 and 7 and 0 with four rebounds and, and, uh, you know he's 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 he, he controlled the ball really well and you know he's he's just a special player. I mean we have a bunch of special players. I mean you've said it. By the time we're done, we're gonna have three you know three of thousand point guys on the team and a couple guys in the top ten all time yeah. scoring at BYU and it's we're we're pretty blessed that way. A couple technicals for BYU tonight. Yeah, that's on me too. Um, you know we got to we we have to win these refs. So. And it's just, it's just really true. You know, these refs have a hard job. We have a hard job. It's an incredibly emotional deal. And, 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 and it's understandable that we lose our minds. It's understandable the refs lose our mind. And the, and the quicker we can work together with them to, uh, and they can feel like we're working with them, the, 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 the better off we're going to be. And that's really important. We've got to find a way to do it. That doesn't mean you don't fight when things are sideways. It doesn't mean you don't call out things when they're erroneous and make it clear. Um, but, but we have to find a way to function better than we did tonight with the referees. And we will. I mean, that's my job. And, and I certainly didn't do a great job at it tonight. Okay. Uh, the last thing then we'll leave you with, uh, the health update on, on Trevin. You said busted thumb. How long are we looking at? And then because people are going to want to know what you're thinking about when, when it might be you get Yoli Childs back and playing for you. Well, Trevin, you know, I just was told three weeks, but, you know, it's just as a give and take thing. It just depends how quickly this bone heals. It's just a, a tiny little fracture, but it just barely touches the joint. It is his most distal joint in his thumb. And so, um, you know, we're hoping it's going to heal really quick. We're going to put him on, you know, uh, you know, this bone fracture healing shake and lasers and hang him upside down for 20 minutes every two hours and all the other stuff. That Okay, first of all, I got in trouble for being sarcastic this time. Our medical team is extraordinary. They do an unbelievable job. So when I say that those things, it just is, remember, I'm a medical school dropout, and we have highly trained professionals that are doing an incredible job helping our guys be healthy. So please don't email me and, you know, say whatever. So when when you sit down and say 
about Colby Lee. You brought in a hypnotist to get him to feel better. Yeah, that was that was sarcasm. Exactly. It was actually I, I was actually joking. And then but, it got it got put out there like this is a technique. Yes, yes. No, it was it was I was I I thought that everybody we're in this together, guys. I know, I, and I thought I'm we were you. all together. I was and I was like, you. oh, we weren't all together. <laughs> like somebody is like trying to find out this magical hypnotist that's, oh, that's saving us. Best. And it's my fault. It genuinely is. I gotta be oh. I gotta be more careful and um so okay uh no yo saturday in spokane we wouldn't think but and then who knows right yeah i mean uh you know so he uh he got stitches out today it's just right now the trick is you know you think i mean this is a really traumatic injury you think it came right through the skin and um so my biggest fear is like what's gonna how's he gonna can he squeeze the ball you know, when's he going to be able to grab the ball? What's going to happen when he gets whacked on the hand? Um, you know, so it's we're just going to kind of – I know everybody wants to know. I know it's really frustrating. But we're going to kind of tiptoe our way through this and take it minute by minute. Please let him come back sometime in the next couple of weeks, right? Please. Right. But, it, but if not, that's fine. Like, these guys are fighting, and this is a good team, and we can go win. And I, I, I want Yoli back clearly for him most of all, and I want him back for his incredible impact on this team and production. I also need him back. So, like, right now we are stretching our guys to the limit every single game, and he'll just – he just makes this game a little bit easier for us. I, I am worried about our durability and, and fatigue factors. These guys just get stretched every night. Okay, I travel uh, pl- plans for tomorrow. Practice here to travel. What What are you gonna do? Yeah, so we are. Uh, we we got we moved practice early because we we had a plane issue, so we're just hitchhiking up to. Uh, <laughs> that's a joke. <laughs> exactly. No, we know it. <laughs> we're gonna practice, and then we're gonna fly up to Gonzaga, and then we'll walk in the gym and smell the kennel, and um, and then get you know uh, watch some film tomorrow night, and and uh, and it's on, man. We get to go play the number one team in America in an unbelievable environment, and and see and test our medal against the very best team in the country right now. It's always awesome up there, and you know what it's like to get out of there with a W. You've been on this, you've been in that locker room before. Yeah, right? it's, yeah. it's 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 a special place, man, and the chance we have to go compete, and and I have a lot of faith in my guys. I understand how hard this is going to be. I get it. But let's go, man. This is what we're all about. Right on. Coach, thanks. We'll see you up there. Thank you, gentlemen. Appreciate you guys. All right, that is Coach Mark Pope. We'll come back to wrap it up next here on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. Now, back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 11,339 in the stands tonight to see BYU defeat San Diego 93-70. Cougars improved to 10-0 all-time against USD here at the Marriott Center. 9-0 in WCC games played here at home. Cougars win their eighth straight in this building. And again, as we said, uh, keep themselves in the top tier of the WCC, improving to 3-1 in league and 14-5 and overall. Gonzaga's gone to halftime against Santa Clara up in Spokane, and man alive, 58-22. to So a 36-point halftime lead for Gonzaga as they look to go to 5-0 and in conference, and BYU's coming in on Saturday. Other final scores tonight, it's Pepperdine defeating LMU 75-67 in Malibu. We had our game go final, and Pacific is about to win at Portland. The Tigers lead that one 61-51 late. So should Pacific hold on, you'll see Gonzaga at 5-0 and by the end of the night, and then a two-way tie for second between BYU and, Santa, uh, BYU and Pacific 
both at 3 and 1. All right, our next broadcast is Saturday night to BYU and Gonzaga. It'll be a 7 o'clock pregame and an 8 o'clock Mountain Time tip from the kennel. For the crew, and the crew is back at BYU Radio, Jason Shepard, our studio host, our intern, James Havel, our studio control coordinator, Tanner Rawl, our coordinating producer, Terry South, and our engineer, Barry Squires, for all those folks. And for my color commentary colleague, Mark Durant, statistician, Russell Larson, appreciation to Colby Lee and Mark Pope, along to intern Nate Slack for getting coach uh, Sam Scholl's comments, and appreciation to Kyle Chilton, Duff Tittle, Jenny Wheeler, and the great BYU athletic communication staff, for all those folks. And for Jerem Jordan. My name is Greg Grubel, saying in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from Pro. You've been listening to live coverage of BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Basketball is brought to you by Deseret First Credit Union. You know why? We show how. Les Olson, your technology partner. Smith's Food and Drug. Smith's now has grocery pickup and online delivery to save you time. Also sponsored by State Farm. Talk to an agent today at 1-800-STATE-FARM. BYU Basketball is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. Special thanks to BYU President Kevin Worthen, Vice President Matt Richardson, Athletic Director Tom Holmo, and General Manager of Corporate Sponsorships Casey Stoffer. BYU Basketball is an exclusive presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network.